Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Happy day 26 of the program. So today we have this um, post with a share what progress really looks like. And it's from this book, Atomic Habits, with James Clear, which. Um, was introduced to me last year, which I think is just such a really great compliment to the program. A big part of what you're working through, especially when it comes to food, is habits and triggers and your issues and associations that, you know, are tied into food over years and years and years and years. And this is one of the reasons why I'm on this thing, what makes weight loss so hard, you know, um, or, or so difficult or challenging might be the word. And there's, there's, there's so, there's so many things, but one of them is because food plays such a huge role in our lives. We use it to show love, to celebrate, to, you know, to, to do so many things. And this is where some of you straight up just love food. It's a hobby for you. Um, foodies, you, some of you like to cook and like to bake and, and all of those things. And it helps to relax you. And, you know, as you can see, we use food for so many things. And you really got to get to a place though, where you're actually in tune with your body's needs over your wants so that you can really trust your body when it comes to when to eat, what to eat and how much to eat without having to follow a program, follow a meal plan, count, weigh or measure your food when you're just after you've lost your weight, just kind of living your life. And um, a lot of that is is working through old habits and recognizing triggers and, and more importantly, creating new habits that sustain your new lifestyle in a sense of after you've lost the weight. With this program, you're making change. You're in the pursuit of change. You're giving the body the resources to change. You're giving the body the time to change. You're doing the work to actually change, not just physically, but also mentally as well, right? Like you're, 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 some people, especially when it comes to the amount of weight that they're losing, they're looking for life-changing change. And in a sense, you know, it's not just fitting your butt into your jeans or wearing the bikini. It's being relaxed and calm around food. It's, you know, that, that internal dialogue where you're constantly berating yourself and getting on yourself and down on yourself and it's also your health and wellness and, and rather than just feeling down and depressed and low energy and tired all the time and uncomfortable in your own skin right you know so so there's a lot that goes into it the program can be the process can be very frustrating in a sense that, you know, sometimes you feel like you're doing all the things and they're not really making a difference. And the post that we have in the group today is about melting an ice cube. And have you took an ice cube and you're trying to melt it and you're just turning up the temperature in the room by like one degree, right? You're turning the temperature up, doesn't melt. Turn it 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 up, doesn't melt. Finally, you get it to a temperature where it actually starts to melt. And that that's where you perceive sort of your, you know, that's, that's what's working for finally. But it wasn't for naught all the little rising of the temperatures. It all adds up at the end of the day to make a real difference. Um, another thing I really like about this book, and again, I don't make profit off the book. <laughs> it's, it's a great book to go along with the program. It's all about if you just do everything and, and increase your efforts and improve on what you're doing by 1%. One tiny little 1%. You know, focus on getting better sleep by 1%. Managing your stress by 1%. Moving your body by 1%. Just that little bit more will add up and make a big difference. And this is what this is where this falls in line with our conversation of maximizing this week. 
maximize is not any one thing that you do that's going to help you lose weight. It's all the things in combination that you're doing day in, day out. They're going to get you where you want to go, right? So um, I highly suggest that you read over that post. Of it. For sure, it will resonate. Uh, and then and then pick up the book if you have the means and the resources. I just found this on Amazon. It's you know it's usually usually we're neck and neck uh, when it comes to I selling my book. Um, it's my goal to beat out James Clear and be number one every now and then. Um, we also have a great post coming out this uh, Saturday. Sorry, load up those questions. I'm going to get right to them. We also have a great post this Saturday on the psychology of effort. It's one of my favorite Science Saturday posts. The psychology of effort in a nutshell is really like you want, and I talked about this yesterday, you want this so bad, you, you've been working towards it for so long, you're constantly thinking about it, you're perceiving that you're doing all the things and putting this effort in that you, you feel like you should already be there. You know, and a lot of times when we have that feeling, well, I'm, you know, I'm doing the things I want this bad, I should have it. Yeah, I wish you did, but we're not actually following that through with action and actually doing the things that we need to do. So we almost feel entitled that we should have this. You know, it's like, you know, week one of the program. Why haven't I lost all my weight yet? Well, it's going to take longer than that. You know, even with your body and how we, you know, we're communicating or thinking about our bodies, like what's wrong? I'm doing all these things and nothing's happening and your body's probably screaming at you being like, can you just give me a second over here? Like I'm working hard just because you can't see it. You know, it's building that foundation. It's addressing the issues that are more important to your body right now, straight up than dropping a few pounds on the scale or that it needs to focus on in order to start dropping on that scale. It's going to get there. Your body wants it just as much as you do, probably more so, you know, than you do. But it's this, 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 this psychology of effort. I highly suggest, even if you don't read any of the other science posts, which you really should. They're so insightful. Um, and they're written in a way, I promise you, that will not disappoint you. They're, they're written in a way not to show what we know or show how the program works, but the things you need to factor in and understand that will really, really help you kind of dive deeper into this process. And I think when you have a deeper level of understanding of anything, you're able kind of to work through it a lot better. So I highly suggest that you uh, take a look uh, that hi Vicky, I'm proud to be freaking following through on my own worst enemy. Ah, I hear you on this. Man, I'm my own worst enemy too. You know, I think we all are. We're our own worst enemies. We are our own worst critics. Um, this is where we're gonna talk a lot about sabotage. <laughs> sabotage in the weeks to come. All the ways that we get in our own way. Don't we want this bad? Why the fuck are we not doing the things we need to do to get it done already? You know what I mean? But also I think some of that too comes from like we love ourselves. So, and life is short and you know, oh man, like, why can't I just eat the cake? You know? And then what happens is like, you know, days and weeks and months and years go by where we feel like garbage. Like that's why we can't have it because we feel like shit. We want to feel better so we can truly live what we perceive to be our best lives, you know? So it's like one of those things, like you want it. And then it feels like life hits you and smacks you in the face with things that like, really, do you know what I mean? Is that really what's important in life? But you know, your whole life can go by with you just feeling like garbage and spending 90% of it focused on trying to lose weight, always never enjoying food because you're always, if you have it, berating yourself about the food, terrified to eat the food, afraid of the food, you know, all the feels that come with the food. So you never actually even enjoy the food that we're eating and indulging in anyway. You know what I mean? That's kind of really messed up. But life has a way of doing that. Um, as somebody, somebody important, Tony's life this morning passed away. Um, someone that helped to bring them in the country and was their supporter. And it's just like, you know, and she was older and, and um, you know, and uh, lived a good life, I'm sure. But it just hits you like a ton of 
bricks, man. It's just like, whoa, you know? And I think life is always smacking us in the face with these things um, that remind us that life is short, man. We should enjoy our lives. We should make the most of it. You know what I mean? Um, so it's, it's the, for so many reasons, it's, we get in our own way, you know? Hi, Zoe. I've not lost on the scale, but I've slept every day on time, woken up early, worked out at the gym, generally ate all my meals. I did eat some chips and rice, but I still feel good. Yeah, this is it. Just pulling those pieces together. Learning also how to navigate life, right? Like some of you are stressing about when you travel. Well, you're going to travel in your life. This is like bringing awareness. What you learn and what you can't do, what you want to do, what you need to do, but you can't do because, you know, I don't, life is smacking you in the face. Like weekends, what you're learning, like don't, if your weekend, if this weekend is like difficult for you to do the things that you need to do and you find yourself indulging, you can't get your water in, and ah, it's just chaos and you can't, ah, you know what I mean? Learn from that. Reflect on that. Like this is important to you. You want to reach your goal. These are the things that you need to do. What's happening? Are you not prioritizing yourself? You know, even that 1% more is going to make a difference. I had to take my kids to the hockey tournament. I had to do this and I had to do this and I had to do that. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's like, you know, even moms, when our kids were little, did you ever leave the house without snacks? Like legit. Did you ever leave the house without snacks when you had kids? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, we leave the house all the time when we know that we're going to need to eat. We don't bring snacks with us, right? So, so figure out like if you are you know um out like you're if you realize that every weekend you've got something take a step back and assess your situation right okay so I got this busy day today so let me at the very least start my day with a nice high protein breakfast let me just get my day started on the right foot do you know what I mean and then then let me before I leave the house let me grab an apple or grab a banana or grab something so I can bring it with me let's let me put some nuts and seeds in a baggie and throw them in my purse you know so then all I really need to worry about while I'm out is grabbing something for lunch and maybe, you know, maybe a, maybe a, a veg snack if I can get it, or at the very least I'll grab something for lunch. Do you know what I mean? And at least, you know, and then I'll come home and I'll be mindful of having, so you kind of got to make a plan a little bit, you know, um, in, in, in the frustration, what are you learning? Why are you frustrated about the weekend uh, when it comes Monday, right? Like obviously it's whatever you're doing isn't working for you. So why isn't working for you? What can you do to make it so that on Monday you actually you don't feel frustrated, you know, and maybe you will, you'll never be able to do all the things on the weekend because your life is just chaotic and got a million kids, you're here, there and whatever you might, but you can definitely do the best that you can. And then when you really, truly, 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 truly know that you are doing the best you can, then, then you can reconcile that, you know, and then be like, Hey, I wasn't perfect on the weekend, but I did the best I can. That's the same with this process. Like, it's like tracking people. What's going to happen as we start to move forward, a lot of you are going to ask in hindsight, because we're going to make some changes, right? Some of you are going to freak out about it. And then you're going to be like unsure. And then by the end of the week, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. I understand this. I got this. But then you're going to reflect on the week and be like, I could have done that better. So should I go back? Should I go back? We get that asked all the time. Well, I wasn't perfect. Should I go back? I could do better. Should I go back? Should I repeat? No, that's like you. That's like getting in your car. You drove. You hit a traffic jam. You hit a roadblock. You got a flat tire, and now you're asking. You know, it still got you closer to your goal, and you're asking, should I go back home and start again, just so that can be a much smoother drive for me, which is not a guarantee. <laughs> you know, um, and it's this need. Even when you're tracking in your app, I know me when I make notes, I'm the worst. Like, I will start a note, um, 
my writing is like, my writing's atrocious. Like, like I start super neat. And then sometimes when I write and then make a list, if I'm like down here on a list and my writing starts to get like ugly or I misspell something, I like, sometimes we'll start a whole new page whole new page so this is something i'm doing which i know is also translating in life i need to let that shit go no one is looking at my spelling mistake or my ugly writing no one is like it's a list for me why does it have to be perfect it makes no sense with dieting we do this a lot this this need especially when we're tracking it's got to be neat it's got to be pretty it's got to be perfect but that's not what we're after what we're after is progress if anything you should be able to at the end of your journey reflect back and be like oh that's when i was on vacay oh that's when i started the program oh that's when I had like three weddings in a row and it was hard for me to do and what you're gonna see that you're actually making progress you're getting one step further right so so you know if you get to Disneyland or your destination three days behind you know why well it's because you know we got that flat tire and then we you know we, we we visited Aunt Sally and then we went you know sightseeing in this place like okay well the plan wasn't to get there three days later but you can reflect back on well it was the choices we made in the moment and it was fun you know going to that sightseeing thing it was fun visiting at Aunt Sally it sucked we got a flat tire but that's life you know so so this need to be perfect when really it's just about taking all the things you can every day and you know doing the best you can and keep it moving forward and that's a lot again what this book uh, uh, talks about which is really super cool again it's atomic habits from uh, James Clear Gina I do the same with my writing and yes we do end up doing that in all aspects of your life yeah so a lot of the things which is why it's really cool a lot of the things that you realize that you do here you'd actually do in life and that's the that's the issue too with the start again of a diet haven't how many diets have you done stopped doing started again or started a new diet do you know what I mean and and rightfully so because you realize that they weren't working for you so that's that's do you know what I mean you realize this isn't working for me and I think there's something instinctual about starving and depriving yourself that you're like okay this is not working you know um so how many times have we done that and I get so many people who need to start again start again start again again but you have to follow through even if it's messy even if it's not you have to give yourself the 91 days of the program and I guarantee you if you show up and do the best you can regardless of what's happening on the scale and the goal obviously is to lose as much as you want some people will far exceed their goal some people will get close to their goal some people will lose less than their goal and some people will struggle more than others right but I guarantee you if you're here at the end and you're showing up and you're prioritizing yourself in your life you are taking the time to drink your water and be hydrated you are taking the time to feed your body and your soul with nutrient rich foods you're taking the time to bring away awareness to your hunger cues to maximize other things like manage your stress and, and get better sleep and make an effort to move your body and have a you know an improved relationship not just with food with yourself and if you show up and work through all of those things there is no downside to that whatsoever and I guarantee you you'll be so so proud of yourself but there, more than that, there is something to be said about a start and a finish. You signed up. You knew the program was 91 days. What did you expect was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? What do you want to happen? Do you know? So, and this is where it, it trips people up on the scale. Well, in other diets I've done, I've lost weight so quickly. Yeah, because they were shitty, crappy diets designed to force your body to burn fat. Then what happened? We're not remembering what happened. Afterwards, you gained it all back, plus more. Do you know what I mean? Like, we forget about that. We go for that quick fix. We go for that instant satisfaction and we forget the aftermath of all of those diets, right? Just eventually just really tanking your metabolism.
metabolism. So you got to show up for the full 91 days. And if you would have started something and you would have finished something, that's why you may have a hundred pounds to lose. Don't look at the hundred pounds. Look at the start date, the end date of this program, follow through, finish what that's going to say to your soul and how that's going to resonate with you that you started it and you finished it. Like you may be at the end of this being like, you know what? I'm, I, I did that, you know, and you're going to be really happy that you did. And then you might just want to continue on your own. So here's the thing. At the end of this program, we actually teach you how to continue to lose weight on your own. So you don't need us. You don't have to pay us any more money. You don't have to sign up again. You don't have to listen to my voice. You don't have to do none of those things. And if you choose that, awesome. Good for you. Excited. A lot of people do repeat the program again and they come back and they join us for, you know, the the day-to-day discussion and the day-to-day motivation and the community and the group environment and our guests and our segments and the structure and all of that. But you know what I mean? At the end of this, you're going to learn so much. You're going to learn the tools and the skills that you need, not only to lose your weight, but to be able to sustain it. And that's that being in tune with what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, working through all those issues, being super calm. At the end of the program, I want you to be so calm around food in the grocery aisle, at a party, in a room full of all your favorite foods. If you want it, you eat it, not just you eat it. You have to enjoy it and not berate yourself after it and then move on from it, right? Everyone loves that saying, just eat the cake. Well, we want to get you to a place where you're not just eating the cake, you're actually enjoying it. Most people do this. Okay, I'm going to eat the cake, I'm going to eat the cake. Going in, I'm eating the cake, I'm eating the cake, I'm eating the cake. Oh my God, I ate the cake. I can't believe I ate the cake. Oh my God, I'm so fat. Why did I eat the cake? I said I wasn't going to eat the cake, but then I wanted to eat the cake. And then why did I do that? Oh my God. I wake up the next morning. Oh my God, I'm so fat. I'm so disgusted. I'm never going to reach the goal again. Next time, I'm not going to eat the cake. Today, I'm not going to eat anything all day. Ah! How fun was that? So I want to get you to a place where you have the thing, you enjoy the thing, and that's it. Hashtag worth it. That was yummy. Move on from it. So just to just to just to kind of put things in perspective and what we're trying to do here, you know, uh, being here at the 91, 91st day is the most amazing feeling. It really is. I wish there, I say this all the time to my team, I wish there was a way we could, this is why I get excited when you guys start to pick up on the non-scale victories and start to be like, wow, I'm feeling so much better. And I, at this point, you should start to see how things are going to come together because we haven't even really started yet. I know where you've done a lot and I'm not saying you haven't worked hard and that we haven't put a fair amount of time into this, but really next week is where we start kind of making the tweaks week to week to week to week. This is that foundation, consistent, building that foundation, starting to be mindful, understanding all the things that we can do. There's a lot of balls that you're going to be juggling in the air and the goal is trying to juggle and keep those balls in the air for as long as possible. Some days you're going to be dropping all the balls and be eating chips for breakfast, but for the most part, you're going to really feel like a rock star. I wish you could bottle the end of the program, right? Um, hi Gina. Hi Rena. This is my second round. Unlike the first round when I lost weight in the first four weeks, this time I noticed my weight is dropping, but then I regained the weight. I'm not frustrated at all for sure because I hear, um... I'm not frustrated at all about that for sure because I hear you saying uh, you are here with a new body. My goal is to show up every day with this community here and is such a great support. Okay, this is happening to me too. I'm a bit frustrated, although I need to be patient. So also watch your verbiage. Watch the verbiage, right? My weight is dropping, but then I regain the weight. You're not regaining any weight. You, you, it's so normal for your weight to go up. And then for your, before your weight drops, and then after you have that weight drop, it's normal for it to go back up a few pounds and then stay elevated again. But then what you're going to notice, it's going to drop again back to that low, and then it's going to drop lower. So it's all about that downward trend. I'm going to start posting people's, if you follow me on Instagram, 
Um, and and on um, I usually I post them in my stories a lot. Maybe we should start posting them actually on my main page. But if you follow me on Instagram, I post a lot in my stories, um, or or follow over the Libby Loser page. What real scales look like, and they're not they're not a straight line down. A lot of times they can be up and then you know down and down and then back up and then up and down and then plateaus. And sometimes they go up higher to some, like your start date, and then they go up and down and then come down low to a low low low. So it can be up and down and then up high and then back down and then plateau and all around and up again and then down to a new low. But what you should be able to do is connect the dots to a downward trend. And so like, why would you, why would you be regaining? You're only regaining if you're like, you would never, you would not be regaining while you're following the program. Do you know what I mean? Even if you took a week away and went on vacation, it's really not enough time after you've been putting this kind of time and effort into your body. So you're assuming a couple of things if you think you're regaining. That eating good nutritious food um, is going to cause your body to gain weight and that you feel like your body's just trying to make you fat. I don't know because there's just no reason why anyone following the program would be gaining actual any real weight. Maybe you started exercising and that's something that you're doing different this time around. So you, you have moments where your body's inflamed right? Maybe you're coming off a health issue that you're dealing with. Maybe off the stress of the holidays, your stress levels are really high and that's causing your weight to be up. So you really have to be mindful. And I know this may seem like nitpicking and kind of inconsequential. It's actually, it's actually, it's actually, it's huge when you're perceiving that because the scale is going up and you should know this because we have that post and sometimes I say you should know this because you could be resistant about actually like knowing it. Do you know what I mean? Maybe in your head, you're not going to get there. You don't believe it. Your body's trying to screw you. I knew this is too good to be true. This isn't going to work. Do you know what I mean? Like this, a lot of times we just don't want to hear it. Do you know what I mean? You, you don't want to hear it so that you're not, so you're not really understanding it. And that's what I mean by you should know this. So when the weight goes up for so many reasons, right? Maybe it's this bit, the, the batteries in your scale. It's not real weight gain. So how we're speaking to ourselves is really important. So if you're perceiving that you are losing weight only to gain it all back, that's fucked up and stressful and messes with your head. Yeah, right. I've lost the weight. It keeps fluctuating. It keeps going. It keeps fluctuating up. That's that. I get it. That right. That's like, ah, that sucks. But to really feel like you've gained it means that you're not getting anywhere. So then you're going to keep yourself in this cycle of, and I love your positive attitude. That's great. But you're working against your positive attitude by the words that you're saying and the vibration and the weight that they carry, the weight that they carry. So to perceive that you keep gaining the weight back after you've lost it, it's just going to, no matter how positive you are, it's just going to keep you in this cycle of being frustrated because your perception is you're not getting anywhere, right? You know what I mean? So just really be mindful of that. Really say to yourselves, oh, my scale is up today. Like, you know, if you are, if you're tracking on, on your, on your, um, your app, I actually wrote in there, you'll notice it, it, it says like, it doesn't say gained and lost, right? It says up and down, up and down the same. And even when it's up, you'll notice the verbiage in, in the actual app itself says your weight can be up for so many reasons that have nothing to do with real weight gain, right? So, so I love the positive attitude, but sometimes it's like your, your, your internal diet, like your positive attitude will keep you forward and your, your internal dialogue will bring you right back. And it, that's kind of, that's the frustration. You feel like you're not getting anywhere right? You're doing the work and it's being taken away from you. You're doing the work and it's being taken away from you. When in reality, you're still moving forward. Your weight is just fluctuating for a variety of reasons. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Um, boo, boo, boo. I was up two pounds today, but that was because of lack of sleep and a very stressful day the day before. Although I thought I handled it well, I guess I have work to do. Yeah, it can take a while. It can take a while to work. The Man, th this is why so many people, um, they're so resistant to using the scale. You know, you've been, you've been using that scale for a while, you know, trying to lose this weight. It, it's just a piece of metal, right? It's just a piece of metal that is like getting on it is bringing up the feels. But what I think is really important is to bring those feels up. You've got to work through those feels because what are you afraid of? Like if you, if you signed up, I'm, si I'm assuming that you signed up to be hopeful that this is, this will work for you and it will work for you. I'm not going to put a timeline on it. Your body doesn't want this fat. You know, there's, there, you're, 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 there's no, there's no science to say that you can't lose the weight. There may be things that you're dealing with that are making it difficult for you, but you're going to get there. So when you get on the scale and it brings up those feels, it's kind of almost like doubting, maybe bringing up unsure, like I'm frustrated. I've been at this for so long you know it's taking forever you know it's those feels though in order to get to a place where you not only lose the weight there's such a fascinating conversation happening in our maintenance group where now that people have lost the weight and they know in a different way they know in a healthy way they've done the work physically mentally they're afraid they're they don't trust that they're gonna like we're talking people who've even who've even maintained their weight for like six months a year two years four years even still in that state of what if i gain it back do you know what i mean terrified you know what i mean like th this is real valid feelings and so as you progress and move forward towards that end game you're working through a lot of those feels and that's what i mean by calm around food calm when it comes to waking up looking good feeling good calm when it comes to getting on that scale and recognizing where your body's at this is why this is what they mean by the diet industry and how detrimental it's been to people's health and this is why i'm such an advocate for getting on the scale if this is truly going to be your last diet you've ever done be prepared for it to be some work right physically mentally like you've been trying for 20 years and you want this to be it then this should be an equal and opposite reaction you know um and and this is this is part of it this you're going to come to realize as we kind of this is just the first part laying the foundation we're going to get into the middle and we call it the messy middle diet industry just eat less exercise more so easy ah bullshit it's that messy middle and 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 you getting on that scale and feeling the feels, you being frustrated for whatever reason, you not being sure if this is gonna work, you wanting to quit, you having all of the feels, all part of it. It's all part of sustainable 
weight loss. Losing your weight in a way physically that's healthy for you and puts you in tune to your body's needs, yeah, so important. But it's all the mental work that you're doing, working through all the feels, the issues, the associations, the habits, the beliefs, right? That 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 is sustainable weight loss. And so a lot of times, you know, this is so frustrating, I'm like, great. You know, great. It's the sense of awareness. Like, so if you are here today and you're putting, ah, I'm so frustrated at fucking scale or I'm this and that, great. Because you are aware that you are doing that. And when you are aware that you are doing that, this is the first step to working through it and moving past it. You know, that's why I love these conversations. I love these conversations. You're allowed to be frustrated. You so are, but don't let it. Don't let it stop you from doing the things that you need to do. Don't let it get in your way. You know, don't fester in your funk that keeps you in that vicious circle, you know, and you just don't, you don't move forward because you're fucking pissed that this is taking so long, you know? So those are valid. Those are valid. Equally, on the other side of that, you have to really be proud of yourself and celebrate. And I know it's really hard for the people who are frustrated to see the people celebrating. And I think that's one thing we do really well in here. Like get excited for people who are celebrating because next thing you know, you're going to be celebrating too. It is so important to be proud of yourself, to celebrate, to cheer yourself on. It is so important because we know that the more we are proud of the things that we are doing, the more likely we are to continue and reinforce the behavior to keep doing those things. So it's really important to recognize and bring awareness to all the things that you are doing. Take time to, ch- to, to pat yourself on the back. Make sure you're cheering yourself on. If you hear yourself, you get you get on that scale in the morning and you're like, oh man, I'm so frustrated. Yes, like the scale isn't moving. I'm working so hard. They, they have your moment and be like, you know, but I am working hard and I'm doing all of these things and I'm prioritizing my myself and I'm drinking more water and I'm being in tune with my body's needs and I'm eating these nutrient rich foods and this deserves like this is what I should be focusing on today that even just saying that you feel like the energy carries carries you forward that frustration and, and feeling in your feels that's okay you feel them but there's no momentum in that so then you also hit yourself up with that that on the other side positivity you know that that and it that and it's not toxic positivity it's reinforcing you know recognizing you're having negative thoughts and emotions and feels and then just really hitting yourself up with the opposite of that right and then changing again choosing again choosing to focus on something more positive and more forward moving and 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 you might still be frustrated every day you get up on the scale but one day it's going to click and you're going to get on that scale and and it's going to be up or not going to be down and you're going to be like yeah okay right another day let me work towards it you know or those feelings of frustration will lessen and lessen and lessen and lessen but they're not going to lessen unless you you know you walk through that and you you bring them up you deal with them and then you have tools to move forward from them you know i ate the cake last night no guilt or negative self-talk enjoyed my birthday cake for the first time in years yeah you did yes you did hashtag worth it that huge massive non-scale victory that is going to allow you because what do we do before we eat the cake we get on ourselves we starve ourselves the next day right we punish ourselves we starve ourselves we get on ourselves the next day we don't need to do that happy birthday to me (laughs) you know huge massive non-scale victory huge massive non-scale victory that inner voice can be a horrible biatch yeah it can when you're getting on the scale each day 
bring awareness. Don't judge yourself. Also, don't judge yourself. Don't berate yourself for berating yourself. That's really important. Bring awareness to the things that go through your head. If you and your friend woke up and you both got on the scale, the things that you're saying to yourself, would you say that to your friend out loud? Probably not. Do you know what I mean? Like if when you eat something and if your friend was to eat it as well, the things that you say to yourself afterwards, would you say that to your friend? Why'd you eat that? You said you weren't gonna eat that. You're a loser, you're fat. You're never gonna be able to lose this weight. Like you can't do anything, you know what I mean? Like why did you do that? Like that, could imagine, <laughs> could you imagine? Yeah, we say these things to ourselves all the time. Helpful to refer to my last program, down six pounds, working harder and making uh, making mindful connection, listening several times to the four questions. Yeah, we have a screensaver going up. I think we'll get it up in the group today, just of those four questions. Uh, you guys been asking for like a one pager. Um, you wanna keep asking those. So here's the thing. You, you keep asking those and they're going to be very important when it comes to moving forward in the program, the process. We don't count. We don't weigh. We don't measure. We are going to be adjusting our portions, but it's all about being mindful about them. So you really got to dig into those four questions. This is something that a lot of people really don't take seriously. And then as we move forward, because they, they continue to count, weigh, measure, they really realize how you can't continue to count, weigh, and measure. You can't be in tune to your body when you're outside of yourself, controlling and counting and weighing and measuring everything. It's not a, it's not about that. It's not about that so it's not going to work so ask yourself those four questions some people be like i'm not talking so uh, it, my body's not talking to me maybe not and that's not a good sign because you're so disconnected but it's good because you're here and we're working on this right um and so i equate it to for example um the buffet line right so you know when we're gonna go my, today's my daughter's 18th birthday my my youngest daughter's 18th birthday i cannot ah! Um, anyway, we're going out for dinner. We're going to a buffet. So you know how you go through the buffet line, you got your plate and you have, you know, you're going to get like an appetizer and then you're going to sit back and then you're going to go get something else, come back and you're going to get dessert, come back. You know what I mean? But then you, you're out there and you see all the stuff and you're just like, Oh, I want this. I want to try that. I want to try this. Next thing you know, you have everything on your plate, right? Everything on your plate. There gets to a point where you know, or maybe you're at someone's house for a, for, you know what I mean? For a potluck or whatever. You get to a point where you, you know, that's way too much food. You're like, this is way too much food. This is like so too much food. You know, you, I, you know it. You're like, oh, I I, maybe I won't eat all of it. Yeah, you, you probably will, will, but you know what I mean? You get to a point where you just know. And that's that first question, right? How, how would I feel if I eat all of this? Well, you know, if you're not getting any sign, it could mean like, that's, a, that's it, fine. It's good works. You know, you know, if you go to a restaurant and you order a main course and if it's this big, you're going to be like, Oh no, that I, no, I hello. Where's the rest of my food? You're going to know, right? You're going to know, you're going to know that that's not enough food for you and you're going to need to order more food. So, so that's kind of like, do you know what I mean? Um, also deeper than that. Let's think about eating a Big Mac, a big, greasy Big Mac, put it in your mouth, eating it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yummy, but you already get that taste, you know, that greasy taste that happens in your mouth. You know, it's kind of sloppy, kind of greasy. And then, you know, as soon as I'm thinking about that Big Mac and it's yummy, but it's also greasy, it's almost like a, a message in my belly immediately. My belly's actually upset. I'm not even eating the, ba the Big Mac and my body's like, please do not eat a Big Mac right now. And you can feel it in your belly. Whoever ate a Big Mac and walked away and said, I feel amazing. Feels so good after that Big Mac, no one ever. It might have been good, but no one walks away feeling good after a Big Mac. That feeling, now think about that, think about that Big Mac. Now think about a bowl of fresh fruit. Almost in contrast, because it's so fresh, do you know what I mean? It's like the two don't go really well together. You know what I mean? Fresh, light, think about a bowl of yogurt, nice and light. Think about a muffin or a donut 
in comparison to some eggs. The energy of the eggs, right? It's elevated, it's lighter, it's, it's giving you more benefit. The donut feels heavy and, and, and muffin and hard. Maybe yummy, and this is where you gotta get out of your brain and into your belly. And a lot of you might be in your brain about this. Big Mac, yummy. You know what I mean? Belly, mmm, not so much. You know what I mean? This portion for me looks good. I want to eat it all. Big, You put a big, huge, massive lobster in front of me. I'm eating my eyes. My brain is like, we're eating all of it. You ask my belly and they're like, are you kidding? Do you need a six pound lobster to yourself? I don't think so, honey. <laughs> you know what I mean? So a lot of times, this is not the brain that we are connecting with. This brain, which you do have a second brain in your belly. And if you think I'm crazy, it's actually a thing. Um, that This is the brain that we're talking to, the one in your belly. So it's not not in your head, it's in your belly. And this is why portions are never, 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 never what they look like. And they're always about what they feel like because on top of getting in tune to our portions, we also want to get in tune to the fact that our bodies needs change day to day to day. So one day it may seem like you're hungry every five day, every five minutes. And the next day it's going to seem like you're not hungry at all for those meals and snacks. So this is why you got to be consistent with the food plan. And it's going to bring awareness to that because eventually towards the end of the program, we're not going to be eating as often. You're actually going to be eating in tune to your body's needs. You're going to, you're going to be assessing if you need to eat or, you know, you should to eat or whatever your situation is and you're going to be doing that because you're going to be so in tune with your body you're going to know exactly what it needs not only just to feel good but to actually move the dial on that scale so so um so practice those four questions what's going to happen eventually is I don't have to I don't have to ask four questions like you ask me what kind of fruit I want like you can start doing this with fruit too when it comes to your fruit snack in the morning, don't just like go with whatever, you know, like just like, you know, try to switch it up. Go with that most appealing. Like if you have apples or you have bananas, you have cherries. Cherries. I want cherries. I, don't, I know I don't have any cherries, but just by saying different fruits, I know that cherries right now are more, appeal, more appealing to me than an apple or a banana. Right? So this is where you can take time to be like, hey, what is the most appealing for me right now? Of the fruit available, you know, what, what, what is most appealing? So the, how does this factor in? You ask those four questions so that eventually you don't have to ask. They're just second nature. You ask them within seconds of your brain. You, you see your food coming, you know it's going to be too much. You see your food coming, you know it's not enough, right? You know, you know exactly when you've had enough. You know what satisfaction feels like to you. You know your body's cues. I sit back, take a deep breath, put my utensils down, and then I know I'm out. You know, and then I know if I go back in, which I do many times, I'm going to be full when I walk away. That's okay. This is so good. I'm eating it, but I know every time. So I don't have to ask the four questions. I'm just, and I can tell when I'm starting to get full. And when I'm starting to get full, I'm like, I'm starting to get full. So what's the yummiest bites of bits on my plate that I know I'm going to want to eat knowing that I'm getting full? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so the, the whole purpose of that is when you're done losing your weight, you can trust that your body's telling you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. When it, you know, so you don't have to think about it. You don't have to ask those four questions. You already know. So you're very calm around foods. And if you're making a choice to indulge, it's a conscious choice. You're not, oh my God, I can't believe I overate that. You're like, oh my God, that was so good. I totally overate that but that was so worth it you know that's just the long game in terms of like what's going to happen with those four questions so they become so second nature everyone talks about intuitive eating but if you're not in tune to your body and you don't know what your body needs and do you know what I mean how are you going to be in tune to that so this really puts you in tune to the to the foods that you're eating the kinds of foods that you're eating as well and the portions that you're consuming
So ask, ask, ask. It's also the basis for understanding that of how we're going to make changes to the food plan moving forward. So practice, 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 practice. Huge non-scale victory. I have chronic insomnia since taking calm magnesium consistently. I'm now getting one to one into one to one and a half hours of deep sleep at night versus the 20 to 30 minutes. Might not be more sleep, but it's definitely much better sleep and I feel well rested. So magnesium, it's, it does help the body relax and it works really well with your melatonin production that you're allowing to flood through your body by not snacking and eating at night. So it's all how it works together, right? Some of you will also notice that I'm taking the magnesium because it draws water into your bowels will also help with bowel movements. We are not suggesting it as an actual sleep aid or for bowel movements, but it's pretty amazing how in combination with everything you're doing, it can really help you get a better night's sleep. A lot of people are concerned if they take magnesium magnesium um, during the day, it'll cause you to be sleepy. It won't. And that's because it's how it works with your melatonin production and the fact that you're not eating at night and you know that you're, you're, you know, you're giving your body what it needs during the day, which is so super cool. Plus you're probably also working on sleep hygiene, doing those things and all those things that you're doing are actually adding up. A lot of people are concerned that the magnesium is addicting or, you know, like especially with bowel movements or with sleep, it is not, it's not something it's, it's actually something that your body needs. So it's not something that you're going to be addicted to taking it's just you're noticing these improvements because your body is giving the getting the nutrients the vitamins and minerals and such that it needs right so i love that massive non-scale victories uh these lives hi barry lynn are so good for reminders of not feeling guilty it helps so much with our mindset at least it does with mine yeah yeah um it is about that's exactly it you know this is supposed to be a fun and effective way for you to lose weight in a healthy way physically mentally and get to really understand yourself strengthen your mind body connection you know repair that 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 um, relationship that you have with food do you know what I mean that is really what it's all about and a big part of that is really bringing up a lot of those feels which are all really part of the process guilt is such guilt is so factored in like so so so, so many of you I know are feeling guilty guilty just for taking the time to do this well it's, ta it's taking a lot of time yeah okay it's it should the outcome that you want to have is like that's it's going to take time it's going to take work what where's the feelings so it's taking a lot of time well okay aren't you worth it you know what I mean like yeah it's okay you know what I mean like where's that what what's upsetting about it's taking a lot of time like actual taking you time like it can be inconvenient yeah that can be unnerving do you know what I mean but you know it should be work and the, and, and a lot of times people feel guilty because they're prioritizing themselves in their own lives so sometimes their guilt is really deep and they express it in ways of like oh you know it's eating so often it's so time consuming okay well it's worth your time isn't it and it's not something we're going to do forever but a lot of times those feelings Feels are really deep and they're really connected to like even deeper feels um, you know that you're you're having a hard time taking the time for yourself you're, you're t having a hard time prioritizing yourself this is really what we're what we're running into especially in the maintenance group where people have taken the time to lose the weight and now that they've lost it um, and say they you know say they say they say their goal was um, 160 they wanted to get to 160 so they reached that goal they go into maintenance and they're feeling really great about where they're at. They spend some time solidifying their weight. And then they're like, a few months later, you know what? I feel like I want to lose more. I feel like I could lose more. I feel like I want to lose more. Like I feel like I want to lose more. But they don't feel entitled to lose more because they've already put the time in. Because they, they've, I've already spent enough time focusing on my weight loss journey. You know, well, 
okay, but you're not done yet and you want to keep going. And so a lot of times people feel like they've taken that time for themselves. It's time to get back to focusing on everybody else because a lot of you are here because you prioritize everything and everyone else above your own needs, right? And that's why you go long periods of time without eating. You don't take the time to manage your stress. You're not getting to bed early because you're staying up and you're doing this and you're doing that, you know what I mean? So those feelings of guilt or being selfish, those are really real with this process, super real. I have to get going. Um... I want to tell you of a trick I learned. I hate trying on pants. If you take your pants and wrap the waist around the part of your neck, if it fits, those loose pants will fit you. It's crazy, but it works. Yeah, so, you know, pull those pants out of the back of your closet and start wrapping them around your neck, see if they fit. This, I want to get into this more, but I do have time to go. So you're going to start noticing how losing weight in a healthy way is so much different than losing weight in a way where you're starving and depriving yourself. It's actually really super cool. Um, so pay attention. This is why it's so great. Follow some Livy Losers. Follow that. Follow our Livy Loser uh, Instagram account where we're constantly reposting our community content. Um, you know, so what happens is that when you lose... 20 pounds with this process, it'll look like the 40 pounds you lost with all those other diets that weren't sustainable, where you gained it back. It's really cool. And it's it's really, it's healthy weight loss is where you're also giving the body the resources it needs. You're helping make it stronger. It's repairing, it's rebuilding, it's regenerating, and it's rejuvenating. So it's really cool. So a lot of times what happens at the end of the program is that our members will be waiting on those clothes that are in the back of their closet. And by the time they actually pull them out, they're too big. Or they pull them out sooner rather than waiting till they hit that number and realizing they fit. And that's because like the difference between losing weight and healthy way and in a way where you're starving depriving is like it's it's freaking mind-blowing i gotta go loving these conversations i know it's the weekend please do not stress take a step back assess your situation make a plan for yourself remember there's 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 just as much to learn in not doing the things as doing the things right um take 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 in take um take a special account into your internal dialogue and the things that you're saying to yourself this weekend take that as a challenge like bring awareness to that along with asking those four questions how are you feeling when you're getting on that scale? Why are you feeling like that? What are the words that you're saying to yourself? Then hit yourself up with a dose of positivity. It's just going to change the vibe. It's just going to change the energy, right? Um, have an amazing day, everyone. Be sure to check out that science post uh, tomorrow. I'll, if you want to join me tomorrow, I will be going live again at 10 a.m. Otherwise, have an amazing weekend. Bye.